0: everybody welcome to your wednesday morning we are grant forks best source on the show today greg and alex bryson gonna be talking about comedy night at the lodge this is gonna be fun i can't wait if you guys don't know what the lodge is be listening because it's an incredible building and they're getting ready for uh, have an incredible event they're going on too show by the way brought to you by river cinema cinema 15 and the shire bar and grill tell you what make the river cinema 15 and the shire your next dinner and a movie destination. You know, they're both right in the River Mall on East Side. You can either dine inside the movie memorabilia restaurant the Shire or you can take your meal to the movie you're attending. Now, some of this week's feature attractions, they got some good ones. Evil Dead Rise, rated R. Renfeld, rated R. Pulp's Exorcist. Super Mario Brothers movie is out. That's a PG movie. Uh, Lots of great stuff. And uh, you can also find the complete showtimes and listing online at RiverCinema15.com. Don't forget about the Tuesday special five dollars movies all day, and five fifty senior matinee specials Wednesdays and Thursdays. You know the River Cinema; they've got uh, luxury seating, recliners, expanded concessions, serve adult beverages. How about that? Family owned and operated by the same company that runs the Grand Theater in Crookston. If you want their showtimes? Just look online at more family theaters. Com. Have any questions or comments for Greg or Alex? Our number is 701-213-0863. Feel free to text or call. Good morning, Al. Already watching the show. And here we go, uh, before we get too much further into the show, it's time for our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Uh, Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me, no matter what, this joke's going to suck because we got a comedian in here, and it's just going to be brutal. Uh, My father was a big-time drinker when he was alive. Big time. In fact, uh, on his birthday, uh, he blew on the birthday cake and lit the candles. (laughs) I heard somebody chuckling. I don't know. Dale, the producer, gave me a thumb down. Uh... Uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) he blew on the birthday cake and the candles lit come on come on there we go um all right we're gonna start on the left first uh this is greg bryson how are
1: you man i'm doing very well this morning
0: um how did you end up in here bt came up to me bill tyrell from rumors and he said i got these guys they want to get them on the show and you know what bt is (laughs) and i'm like all right what's going on bt and he says well we got this comedy night at the lodge and then he gave me your names next thing you know here you are here we are
1: Thanks for getting back to us. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we're uh, you know trying to put this comedy show together, and 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 Bill and Rumors Lounge is one of our sponsors. Mm-hmm. And I just happened to be over here talking to Bill one day, and he said, "Hey, the guys from GFBS might be interested in having you guys on air." Mm-hmm. And, and you're I, like, "Who? Who? Yeah, I, I'm sorry, <laughs> what I I the did. hell is that? He, Alex knew right away who you were. Oh, I'm so sorry, sounds like a ball like, movement like or a, something like I said. So like I, I had heard said. of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, I mean, GFBS, it comes up real quick, you figure out what it's all about. (laughs) But but, uh, yeah, Bill said, uh, I've been talking to the guys over at GFBS, and they might be interested in having you guys come on and talk about the comedy show, so I shot you an email, and here we are and i'm and i'm very very happy that we have the opportunity to be here and talk about this
0: welcome to the show man thank you good to have you on here and then your son is to your left and here we go this is uh alex bryson how are you man i'm good glad to be here um i I wanted to ask you i'm going to ask you both you know tell us a little bit about yourself um i'll start with you uh we have been talking a little bit um but fill in the people here about you because um i I like
1: where where you're coming from here.
2: I'm a Grand Forks native and uh, graduated from Red River
0: in 08. And we won't hold that against you, no, but okay. okay.
1: fair enough. <laughs> then it took him 10 years to get a college degree.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's okay. Paul's still working on his. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey. Well, you mentioned Bill Tyrell and Rumors. That's kind of where I mended the wounds from all the classes I had to drop over the years. <laughs> I used to close the ground round down. I couldn't make it anywhere else for last call, so I used to sit at the end of the bar over there. Hey, good good call. Yep. <laughs> rumors is a good spot. <laughs> Now, you're uh, a military guy? Yep, been in the Guard 16 years.
0: We have got to give you a round of applause oh, for, that, for that, man. No, yeah. no, no, thank you.
2: Well, you know what they say about joining the National Guard? It's not like being in the, like the boy telling people you're an Eagle Scout. <laughs> Hey, you they're know what? Just like, cool, bro. Like,
0: if you have lived in my state, uh, all the National Guard are, according to our governor, are just a bunch of nineteen-year-old. Oh, I know. Cooks. yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, oh, yeah. What do you, what do you about think about, about
2: that? that? I was furious. Well, I would be too. I, uh, I mean, I, I understand. Look, people, people think of the guard, and the, the first thing that goes to their head is that scene from uh, Rambo. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> and they're just like watching these buffoons fumble around. And I'm not telling you there aren't buffoons mm-hmm. in the National Guard. There certainly are. <laughs>
0: You know, I got into it with a lady one time, and I don't mean to interrupt, but she was all pissed off. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? Well, my daughter, uh, she got called out or, or, or deployed. And I'm like, oh, really? What what branch is she in? Well, she's in the National Guard. This is ridiculous. <laughs> and I'm like, no, wait a minute. Do did the recruiter when you sign up for the National Guard say, okay, if you sign up with the National Guard, you'll never have to be deployed? I doubt it. Mm-hmm. That's something that you should expect, isn't it? Well, absolutely. I mean, people misunderstand
2: how the Guard works, but yeah. I mean, of course, it's not. It's obviously it's not the SEALs. It's not the Marines. Well, Everybody sure. understands that, but. I mean, yeah, you get activated for you know, you get to carry a gun Wild, don't you? Oh, occasionally. Okay, well, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, when they send you to the war zone, they typically give you a gun. Well, that's a good call. You know? um, but yeah, it's funny. I, I had that happen to me when I was a server at Ground Round, and a lady asked me about my bracelet, and I said it's uh, it's the names of the guys in my squad that were killed when I was in Afghanistan. And she said, oh my gosh, you know what branch? And I said mm-hmm. oh, I'm in the National Guard. She said, I didn't know the National Guard did that. <laughs> And I said, "What do you mean?" She's like, "I didn't think they were like deployed to war zones or anything I like that." I thought you were just cooks. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I was like, I was like, she's like, I thought it was just for like emergencies, like hurricanes and stuff. I was like, "Yeah, they give us camouflage and machine guns to fight hurricanes." Like, um, yeah, <laughs> right. Like, we get that's what we get. Black Hawk gunships for yep, yeah to go fight wildfires with right, bullets. Right, right, yep. yeah. Um,
0: go go through, throw some sandbags, but.
2: Oh, sandbags. I thought I was afraid this year I was going to be throwing sandbags. But, you
0: know, I've been telling people all all this last month, everybody's freaking out. I'm getting calls from all over. How many bridges are closed? I said, you know what? I bet you we don't even flood. I said, there's no frost in the ground. And I'm judging this by my yard. I have six acres and I have a lake every spring and there's no lake this year. And I had more snow than I have. In many, many years. Yep. And I'm like, you know what? There's no frost in the ground. You watch. This stuff's going to go down nice. Farmers are going to get into the fields early, and it's all going to be good. And Perfect. no sandbags for you, man. Yep. I was so happy about that. Uh, a couple of times when we did, I did that whole fun
2: shit. Like, '09, I was in Fargo. Oh, yeah. That was a shit show. Yeah. Well, I can it, remember we were, like, just emergency working on a dike down in the south end of town. And these guys, I don't know who it was. Some construction company had volunteered their guys with skid steers to help move pallets around. So mm-hmm. they, these guys are getting paid. But this neighborhood's not paying for it, right? Sure, sure. And so these guys are running the skid steers and we're unloading the pallets, stacking sandbags, and this guy comes flying out of his house, and this is like a you know, two, three million dollar house. Oh, sure, sure. Right. And his wife's in her pajamas watching everybody work and he comes out in a tirade about somebody tearing up his sod with oh, the skid steer geez. and somebody just started yelling like We're saving your house yeah. from the river right now. Yeah, it was
0: isn't that something? Yeah, I couldn't believe it. You know, a guy probably wasn't
2: around in 97. No. Well, you know? and it amazes me to think, like, you're looking at a bunch of guys that the, most of the people in front of you are NDSU and UND students that just dropped out of school to go build this dike for you. Sure, sure. You're watching these dropped guys work. everything. Yep. And now you're going to come out and have a, a hissy fit about your
0: grass, fucking asshole. Oh, gosh. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for your work, uh, by the way, and, and being in the guards. Now, uh, we got this event coming up. It's uh, Comedy Night at the Lodge. Uh, When is this?
1: It is Friday, May 5th. Come out and join us for Cinco de Mayo. Oh, Cinco de Mayo. Sure, sure. It's going to be wonderful.
0: Okay. And this is going to be at the Lodge. Now, people don't know. I've been lucky enough. I know guys like uh, Lon Kasager and Bill Tyrell and guys like that that I've had the whole tour Mm -hmm. of the Lodge, and I've got to see all the stuff that's on these... You know, the, these big registers and stuff, you know, with, with with all the things on the stage and whatever they call it. You know, the I've drops. got to see yep. the, drops, the in, drops, and it's crazy. But I went and saw, it, it was a band that was there, the Fabulous Armadillos or something. Okay, they yes. were doing, was it an Eagles tribute here yes, not that long wasn't, ago? it
1: was an Eagles tribute about a year and a half ago. Yeah. Yep.
0: Phenomenal concert, phenomenal venue, and now you got a big show coming up there. If anybody doesn't know what the Lodge is, tell us about it.
1: Well, what the lodge is is the Grand Forks Masonic Center, which was built back in 1913. If I remember wow. correctly, I shouldn't. I should know that, but that sounds I, right. But uh, it was it was put up after the original Masonic lodge burned to the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is the home of. Three Masonic bodies, three, th- three Masonic lodges. Yep, it not is, dead people. Nope, not dead okay, people. Okay, okay, officially. It, it is yeah. the home of uh, the Grand Forks Scottish Rite, the Grand Forks Valley of Scottish Rite. It is the home of the, of the York Rite for Grand Forks. It is the home of the uh, Eastern Star, Demo Lay, Rainbow Girls. You know, it's all of these Masonic bodies and their appending bodies mm-hmm. work. We use that building is for us.
0: So you sound like you know a little bit about the Shriners.
1: I, 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 unless my brain quits, I know mm-hmm. a little bit, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. And
0: I take it you are one? I am. Okay, okay. Um, thank you, by the way. I, I love the Shriners. And so how did this all come about, and how did you get him involved?
1: Well, it, it came about with a couple of different bodies, within the, within, one within the Shrine, and, which is the Chem Fourth Floor Club, and then uh, the the uh, grand chapter of the Widow's Sons Masonic Riding Association. Okay. okay. Uh, both these units were looking to do a comedy show to, just to try something and, and try something different in Grand Forks, a little bigger. You know, uh, Alex has been doing these shows at the Ground Round for a couple of years. Sure. Uh, but we wanted to try to put on a little bigger show and see what we could do and, and attempt to make it an annual event.
0: Okay, so they kind of knew a little bit about Alex. They didn't just go, um, hey, Greg, um, how about you get your son, who we know is a National Guard member, to do this big comedy show? Oh, it was, it was, <laughs> I mean, they kind of knew he had the ends already. It was it yeah. was a
1: combination of the guys who knew know me, and, and a lot of them know Alex because sure. Alex is also a Mason. Okay. okay, he, okay. You know, Alex is not a Shriner. We've attempted that. Yep. He, at this point, it's, it's there's too many different things going on to make these commitments sure. to different bodies. So, uh,
0: I've been saying I was going to be a mason and a shiner forever when I turned fifty.
1: Well, we can fix that.
0: That was eight years ago.
1: Yeah. Well, we can still <laughs> fix
0: it. Like, kind of like him. I'm <laughs> so goddamn busy. I can't. Out
1: the yeah, time. too many things going on. So, uh, a lot of the guys from both the, the fourth floor club and and the uh, widow's sons knew that Alex was doing these shows at the ground mm-hmm. round, and we. We were talking about doing this, so the two groups got together. Uh, we put together a budget, and we decided that we're gonna we're gonna make an attempt and see what we can do here, and see how well we can make a comedy show go over in Grand Forks. And it also gives us the opportunity to show off our building a little
0: bit. Sure, sure. Uh, we're glad you guys are on the show. Uh, I mean, I know it's it's cost of advertising anything nowadays is freaking ridiculous, but okay. So now Alex comes in the picture here. Uh, you know, you heard we heard a little bit about you, um, and then you started dabbling in comedy. How uh, about five
2: years ago? I did my first open mic in Fargo at a place called the the uh, Pickled Parrot. The Pickled Parrot. Pickled Parrot, and I know a lot of people might have heard of it. It used to
0: be a great see, venue for music. Yeah, I see those people all the time at the Parrot's K. <laughs> but now, how did this start? and, and You you used to just hang around with your buddies, and they're like, come on, dude. You're funny as hell. We need to get you. Actually,
2: no. People are surprised. I tell them I do. I'm kind of a quiet and reserved guy, generally. Yeah. Just give me another bush light, and life goes on. Sure. I might tell a funny story here and there, but I I got the itch. I watched a documentary about Uh stand-up on a whim. I've always been a fan, and I heard uh, Jerry Seinfeld talk about how uh, after 500 times, you might not be a great comic. But you'll be a working comic, sure. And yeah. <laughs> I never thought about how being a comic, like I, it never occurred to me that it's like a trade that mm-hmm. you can learn over time. Yeah, and uh, I never thought. And then I, I just for whatever reason, it sparked an idea, like maybe I should just try doing it one time. And I, uh, I looked in Minneapolis for a place to go, and then I found out about the the uh, the little circuit of open mics in Fargo. Uh-huh. And at the time, it was pretty new. Still, the the level of talent in Fargo was pretty rough there was like two people that were consistently funny mm-hmm. and then the rest of us idiots that would just keep going <laughs> and uh it was a, i went up for the first time i got i think one laugh i was doing a, I was trying to do a, a whole bit about about diarrhea <laughs> i'm about, already I, laughing i was talking about how i was you know the whole what was supposed to be so funny about it is just <laughs> you know the struggle of making it to the bathroom when you realize your stomach is about to fall out of the bottom of you right <laughs> And I thought this it'll be so funny. I was comparing my gut to like having an anvil fall on it, and was getting nothing. And then I, and then I mentioned that my butthole felt like the uh, the woman in the opening scene from Cliffhanger.
0: <laughs> oh, Gee,
2: see now you get that? See, I got the only person in the room that laughed was this old lady in the back, and it turns out her name's Jenny Lou Rossi. She's a comedian, and she's like my comedy mom. She uh, she's the only person. And I said, "What? Nobody saw. Nobody saw Cliffhanger, and that's what got a laugh." But that oh, was the geez. only thing that got,
0: and so I had a terrible first set. How, how terrifying was it? Were you terrified, or are you used oh, to standing in, up in front of people well, to never bother you?
2: I'm not afraid of public speaking at mm-hmm, all, mm-hmm. but, you know, addressing a bunch of soldiers in the National Guard about the plan for the day does not come with the expectation of sure. being hilarious, right? So right. <laughs> I think at the, when I started, I kind of just had a, almost a, I was so naive yep. about how it was really going to go that, like, it didn't really matter. Mm-hmm. And I was just brave and, or dumb enough to keep going up sure. on stage, but yeah. And I'll be honest, last week I went down to Fargo to do an open mic, and I decided I'm doing a brand new five minutes. Terrible, right? Yeah. And that's just part of the part yeah, of the yeah, game. I mean,
0: you gotta you gotta work it out with yep. and, and see how it's gonna and, go. And
2: sometimes what you just spent an hour writing, it's all gonna go in the garbage. There's no there's no uh, rhyme or reason. There's people that are better at it and worse. I mean, some bits have taken me years to develop into something worthwhile, and. Other things, it falls out onto the page, and the first time you try it, it, it just works. But I've been doing it about five years. I, uh, I've i been on the road. I've done shows in, like, Williston and uh, River Falls, Wisconsin. Sure. I've done Minneapolis. And I've worked with a lot of great comics from um, New York, Chicago, Minneapolis, a guy named Mike Ball out of Kansas City. Uh, so Michael Harrison is a great comic. If you want to look him up from New York, he's a buddy of mine. I did some road gigs with him. Mm-hmm. So I'm still in that phase of my career where I'm – you know, I have a regular job and I sure. do this on the side and about I've I'm finally to the point where I'm making a little
0: money. Right. I'm getting paid yep. to do it. Yep. But it's typically it's enough for gas in a hotel and yeah. that's about it. I got an um, old buddy, um, an old radio buddy who's retired now, but his son is a comedian out of the cities. I don't know, his last name is Quinnell. I don't know if you ever heard of him, Quesnell, yes beard yep. guy. And I don't know him personally, but I, I have yet seen to him see him, but I heard he's okay. Well, there's I mean,
2: <laughs> to be honest, the, you'd be surprised that I think people here might not realize how actually awesome the Minneapolis comedy oh, scene is. Oh, it is. It is. Yeah, it it's is. really good. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, especially for the middle of the country. Like, I've done New York. It's tough out there. Yeah, like, I bet. Not only is it tough just for comics to get stage time. I mean, you're dealing with such different levels. Yeah. I mean, if you go to a place like the Gotham Comedy Club, you're talking about Netflix special level comics sure. that are doing 10-minute sets. Mm-hmm. Right? And so I was just out in Eastville uh, Comedy Club in Brooklyn. And the guy uh, introduced me as Alex from North Dakota, and you would not believe how the air came out of the room. Like they, it's like telling people you're from fucking Mars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like,
2: they can't even imagine that a real human being is Lips. from... They just oh, yeah. don't understand the concept. Yeah. They're like, a Dakota, are you Canadian? Yeah. Like, they yeah.
0: don't... Oh, right. and, I get called a Canadian
2: wherever I go. Yeah. And it, it was just kind of funny, and I realized when I'm on the coast, I can't mention where I'm from because it, it, it actually distracts the crowd so oh, yeah. much yeah. that they're just, like, scratching their head at, like, how... Like, at least they've heard of Minnesota. Like yeah, right. There's there's the Twins, there's the
0: Vikings, but they, I, they hear North Dakota and they're like, um. you know, I, I moved out to California back in uh, the eighties, and uh, people are like, "Where are you from? Canada?" I'm like, "No, <laughs> I'm from Minnesota." All oh, Minnesota. It's Minnesota. And I said, "No, I'm from Minnesota." Yeah, Minnesota. <laughs> it, it's, we don't say it like that. It's Minnesota, but they were amazed because um, they thought it was. Incredible that we had electricity and all this stuff. Oh, yeah. This was back in the mid eighties, early eighties. And so then I got I figured I got one up on them and I go, Well, see my Plymouth TC three horizon over there? See that plug hanging out the front? They're like, Wow, what in the world? Well, you guys don't have electric cars out here? <laughs> the hell? We gotta have them up there because it's so cold that we use electricity for it.'
2: they believe me. Oh, I know. You know, I, I tell I went down to Florida for National Guard training and people would be like, North Dakota, how do you survive the winters? I don't understand. <laughs> Like, that's crazy. It's like living on the North Pole. I'm like, and like, I'd be like, yeah, you wouldn't believe it. We don't have school buses. We use a sleigh.
1: Yeah. I, and we they, shoot they, they, caribou they, and yeah. gun them and sleep inside <laughs> them so I go, they don't
0: freeze.
2: I'd tell them, we use a sleigh. And they said, oh, my God, that's crazy. I said, yeah, a big deal. This year we got an enclosed one with a heater for the kids. So pretty... <laughs> It's pretty amazing. And they <laughs> bought
0: hook, line, and sinker It's They're still like, cold, but it works. Like,
2: it's amazing to think that they I mean, they think we're Siberia. Yeah. Right? Oh, you know, they just, do. Yep. Uh,
0: have you ever been heckled on stage? I have not had a bad one yet. That be would honest, be hard. Which
2: is crazy. Like, I've had some mild ones where I was able to. To, to quell it pretty easily with a simple mm-hmm. comment or just ignore it. Sure. But I, I haven't had like a real battle with somebody yet, which is weird because I've been doing it long enough you'd think it would have happened right. right now. So now I'm probably jinxing myself. Somebody's going to come well, out all drunk. That's because <laughs>
1: most of your shows have been here in North Dakota and we're also nice. North Dakota. Nice. Nobody, yeah. Nobody's uh, going to pick up. You're not Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they didn't. Nobody
2: heckled. <laughs> and, actually, I, it's funny you say that. So I was in Brooklyn and I, was, I did a joke about, uh, and, um, I'm not going to do it all on air because we don't have time, but the, the part of, that I was talking about is, uh, well, let's just say I was performing a certain favor for a lady, hmm. and it involved what you might call traveling south. Okay. Right? And I, I get to a punchline about finding a certain spot that's kind of important if you want to do that favor well. And uh, this lady just yells out, you found it? I said, yeah. She goes, that's not even a big deal.
0: <laughs> How would you do know? And I was like...
2: <laughs> I was like, I thought, I'm thinking like that's the point, I thought, but I don't know, Brooklyn, weird spot. Mm-hmm. Um, they were oddly uh, like not into the show for any of the comics. There was about nine of us on oh. the lineup, and the whole night, it was just like everybody was just a little bit off, and mm-hmm. I couldn't quite figure it out, but I took my money and went back to the hotel, and
0: life went on. Locked the door. Yep. Now, I do you try out your comedy and front Of the folks, I mean, I can see you're well, sitting in front funny. of your dad, you but some believe. of this stuff, I mean, do you say it in front of oh, your yeah. mom well, or
2: off stage? Never, but on stage, there's no holes barred, right? And it's because, well, the problem is you can get a huge rise out of people just because they know my parents are in the room, mm-hmm. which I try to avoid now because I like it's not as fun, but it is sometimes hilarious because. Everybody or a lot of people come up after the show and they're like, I can't believe you can say that stuff in front of your parents. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, that's, you know, they're two people in a room of 90 or sure. 150. So it's like, and it's kind of fun to make them uncomfortable. I know it's. <laughs> like,
0: make them it's, squirm yeah,
2: a little bit. Yeah.
1: We usually, when he does the shows at the at the ground round, my wife and I and some friends usually get a table and we get a table farther away from the stage sure. and in the dark. Yep. Yep. And. One show he was doing, we failed to get tickets early enough, so we ended up at the table right next to the stage. Oh, boy. And Alex pointed us out and you know, thanked us for being there. My my folks have supported me. And then he went on with his that. act. And this guy and his wife were sitting right behind us, and I hear, oh, my God, he talks <laughs> like that in front of his parents? Yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't resist, and I turned around and looked at him and said, every day he talks like that. I mean, <laughs>
2: I try to avoid being too vulgar in day-to-day life, but...
0: Yeah. Um, Greg and Alex Bryson are here. Uh, We're talking about Comedy Night at the Lodge, although we aren't talking about Comedy Night at the Lodge, but we are going to get there in just a couple of minutes here. Right now, I want to talk a little bit about Moe's Cafe right here in the Grand Cities Mall, so we take a little break. Uh, You heard the Daily Dish today. 11 pepper filet of salmon with with, uh, bacon-braised greens, garlic mashed potatoes, and a horseradish pea puree. 11 bucks. Moe's if you don't like the daily dish check out their menu they've got incredible food over there they've got gluten-free choices if you're in the military like our friend across from me here Alex is you're going to get a 15 percent discount too they're open Tuesday through Friday from 7 a.m to 3 p.m weekends 8 a.m to 2 p.m right here in the Grand Cities Mall you'll see them uh, over by the old Kmart where that used to be Sweet 31 check it out Moe's Cafe eat at Moe's we love it all right, Greg and Alex Bryson here, Comedy Night at the Lodge is coming up, and uh, we've been talking uh, quite a bit here with Greg, I want to talk, or I mean with Alex, let's talk to Greg now, this um, Comedy Night, okay, when is it, let's let's go through the whole logistical part here, when, where, all that kind of stuff.
1: Okay, we're good, the Comedy Night at the Lodge is going to be Friday, May 5th, mm-hmm. we're starting at 8 p.m., the doors will be open at 7, uh, and it is at the Grand Forks Masonic Lodge at 423 Bruce Avenue, downtown Grand Forks, we're directly nope. south of the uh, yep there you go we're directly south of the county courthouse we are katie corner from the grand forks police department uh so i mean it's a big building it's easy mm, to spot oh yeah. big easy. old building easy to spot
0: now is this a schrider deal I, i'd ask you that beforehand
1: it it, it is not but it but kinda. It, it, <laughs> kind of kind of let's say kind of yeah. it is not it's not what we would call a shrine event at least not this time because we're tr- just trying to see how it's going to go. But it is being put on by the Kim Fourth Floor Club, which is okay. a sh- which is a Shrine unit, and uh, the Grand Chapter of the Widow's Sons, which is a Masonic Riding Association. Uh, and the, the the Widow's Sons is a fairly new organization in Grand Forks. I think we've had our charter now for two years. Okay. Okay. And uh, cost? Cost is uh, general admission tickets are thirty dollars. Okay. And we have VIP tables. Was there four left, Alex? I think there's four or five left. I think okay. A, I think there's four VIP tables left. Those are four ta- those, These are stage side tables, seat four, and those tables are going for two hundred dollars a piece. Okay,
0: okay. And uh, this is an eighteen-year-old Eight. plus show. Yes, yep. Eight,
1: eighteen and up. Okay. Definitely
2: rated R. I mean, if you really want to bring your kid, we're not going to stop you, but sure,
0: be aware. Sure. And uh, hold on.
1: Sorry, I just got a quick question. That QR code uh, I got on the image there on the screen, does that take a link to buy tickets? It will,
0: yep. All right. Perfect. Thank you. I didn't even notice that. All right, now let's talk a little bit about the comedians. Uh, okay, first off, I'm going to ask you, Alex, because you're, uh, you're like the MC of this thing.
2: Yeah, I'm the MC, the host, the producer. Uh, that's kind of how where I'm at in my career. Like I said, do you um, get
0: to do a, a little?
2: Oh yeah, I'll be doing. Stick? I'll be up for about ten, okay. maybe fifteen at the top, and then uh, Drew and Zach will do their sets, about fifteen a piece, and then Michael, Mike Lester, our headliner, will finish it off. So the show will be about ninety to a hundred minutes. It's typically what you're going for in stand up. Okay. Um, and, yeah, I'm excited. I, th- this lineup's really good. Mike Lester comes highly recommended. I have not met him yet, but I've watched some of his uh, material. I've seen him before in the Twin Cities when I was down there, and he came recommended from other comics that I've worked with. Ali Sultan, if you ever get a chance to see him, he's incredible. Yeah. He's another Minneapolis comic. And Robert Burrill. Uh, those guys are buddies, and they both recommended this guy to me. Okay, said he's a great headliner.
0: Is, is have you ever seen any of his work or heard any of it? Because I mean, let's face it: when you look at him, he kind of looks like a geeky oh, yeah. kind of nerd he, guy. he Does
2: uh, I did watch some of it. I, I would say he's got a, a, he's very unique, and that's one of the reasons uh-huh. I was excited to hire him. Um, you get a lot of similar styles in comedy because it's it, what works. It's what sure. works. Yeah. But when it, you come across somebody who's kind ge- of things. Yep. Yeah, when you come across coming someone who's genuinely funny and just bi- almost bizarre mm-hmm. it's i don't know i because i do comedy i love i love seeing somebody that's just like does that totally piss you different. off when it's
0: that easy for him
2: oh yeah like i <laughs> i was in dc i was living out there and i went and i saw uh tom segura and i've seen him multiple times mm-hmm. and of course this is a huge difference between you know myself obviously and a guy like that i'm watching him do brand new material and he is just Killing, killing in a it. theater of 4,000 people. And while I'm laughing, I'm still so envious. I'm just like, how do you yeah. do that? Of course, that's the difference between 30 years and five years, sure, right? Sure, sure. But same same thing with a guy named Patton Oswald, and I don't know if you know who that is. Um, he's phenomenal. And he came out after the pandemic and had not performed live for almost two years. Oh. And no. I watched him in D.C., and he was literally looking at his notebook and then just, oh, yeah, that thing, that idea. And he just... And I watched him. And I mean, he was one of the better shows I've ever seen live, ever. And so, anyway, yeah, I'm really excited to uh, to have these guys. Uh, Mike is a unique comedic voice. He's kind of dark, um, which is something I appreciate. Mm-hmm. But we, the lineup's a bit different. Uh, Drew Hare is one of my good friends. He used to do comedy in Fargo, and he's been living in the cities for a while. He's one of our feature sets, and his buddy Zach Ashton is also hilarious. He's a, a formerly a like a middle school teacher i think if i remember right um had a lot of funny bits about his time working sure. with kids in the school and and drew he is he is a guy who's done shows with me at ground Round multiple times and a lot of people from ground or from Ground Force would, would ask me about when's the when's the pothead dude coming back oh, he? And, and you know he's One not even guys. that bad but his his sort of persona on stage is, is that way and he's uh, how would i describe him i think drew is like um like a seth rogan but from minneapolis oh, i don't know sure. right he's yeah, just he's yeah. just infectiously funny all the time uh but anyway yeah so that's our lineup uh drew Hare, zach ashton and mike lester it should be
0: a phenomenal show
2: and if it's not well it won't be it's yeah, gonna be
0: awesome when, when you mentioned uh potheads uh he's no longer with us the comedian um he used to play back in the day here uh when we had the fabulous oh, westward um, home uh, first he lost Mitch to like Hedberg. Mitch Hedberg. Yep, he was incredible. Yeah. We used to, uh, he used to come into our studio all the time Yep, and, uh, he would just say, you know what? I need to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> he'd step outside. We're right downtown. The studio, oh, yeah. you know, we're right downtown, right across the street from central. He'd step outside the back door, light up a big old, you know what? Oh yeah. And he'd just sit there back in the alley. People drive by, look at him. I swear to God, I just saw Mitch Hedberg smoking a joint back there. And, well, yes, you did. He you did. know, um, so it sounds like there's comedy here for pretty much every walk of life that's going to be at this show. Yeah, you're
2: gonna. I mean, it's um, it's a good lineup of uh, different styles, and um, I think there's something for everybody in this one. Sure. Um, unfortunately, for this show, I wasn't able to to book a female comic. I had another one lined up, but it it didn't work out. So. Um, you know, we do this, like I should say, I, I, I've i been doing comedy five years. I produce mm-hmm. shows in Grand Forks. We do a show typically once a month at Ground Round, and uh, I should put that out there as well. Ground Round is one of our sponsors for this show as well, and they've been a gracious host to my comedy for years, mm-hmm. They and their room is awesome, and so typically one weekend a month when we don't have UND hockey in town, yep, yep. we do a show at Ground Round, and sure. that's when I brought in, uh, it's usually a comic from either New York, Chicago, or Minneapolis, and The shows are great. They're almost always sold out. And, you know, I don't think a lot of people around town are even aware because even after years of doing it, I still have people walk up to me and say, I had no idea Ground Round had comedy. And, um, yeah, so I'm trying to kind of revive what we had with the old Westward Ho. And Ground Round has been the flagship of that effort and they're they've been awesome but it is it is a smaller room so mm-hmm. but that's kind of what makes it fun cuz yeah. you're kind of right on top of the action when you're all packed in together it really is infectious yep. and the laughter just spreads through the room the sound in there is really good Uh, hb sound installed a great system so yeah it it really spreads to the room well instead of like setting up a pa at the front yeah blasting a whole room yeah
0: you get feedback Um, and all that crap all the time now it it, it sounds like you are the one that's kind of i mean once they get here it's you doing it i mean i'm sure you have a lot of help but i'm just wondering because they're up here in the tundra a lot of these guys for the show now is it up to you to to meet these guys, mingle with them, take them around town, do your Sometimes. thing, do the show, and then maybe do some stuff afterwards. Or, or some of these guys just stick to themselves. Tell me how to get there. I'll put it in my phone. I'll meet you there. Yep, that,
2: some prefer that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually, I arrange hotels. And if they need to fly in, I'll, if they need a, a ride from the airport to a hotel, I'll do that. Um, but a lot of times, especially if they're either Chicago or Minneapolis, they just prefer to drive. It saves them money. Um,
1: or he goes to Minneapolis and picks him up. Well, that was Michael oh, from sure. New York City. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Alex. And where's that
0: get you, huh?
2: <laughs> oh, we got some questions here that we want to answer. Oh. No. have you tried the Spud Junior Comedy Night? I have not. I do not produce that show. I know the, or I, I met the people that do. Uh, I have not been. Oh, I can't decide between Bill Burr and Dave Chappelle. <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, I have not done Spud Junior, and. I have not been invited to perform with them, but I would be happy to, I guess, if they did. Um, replying to Grand Fork's best source. Okay. And then favorite comedian. Favorite comedian for me. Okay, that's tough, to be honest. But I, if I had to say my absolute favorite that I've seen live is Tom Segurba. Okay. yeah, incredible. Uh, my favorite that I have not seen live is Bill Burr, and he is personally kind of a big inspiration yeah. for me. And I got you know I gotta love my fellow redheads right. Oh sure, sure. Um, but that's I mean the list is you know what I say, one that just came to mind that's criminally underrated in general is Kathleen Madigan. She if you haven't heard of her, look up Kathleen Madigan. That's a Crookston name. Yeah. She's uh, I think if I remember right she's originally from St. Louis, but she for a long okay. time she worked with um, Louis Black. Oh you sure. You would have seen on yeah. like, Comedy yeah. Central. Yeah. But I I have to be honest of when I think of people that don't get a lot of recognition for how really good they are kathleen madigan is incredible and you know the list is deep you've got all the people that you would have seen on netflix and comedy central right but if i had to pick my absolute favorite uh of all time it's probably carlin
0: oh yeah yeah um, how can i mean i mean it, yeah I, i'm an old guy different right so yeah um, i love them i'm trying to think of who we just saw the guy without the shirt Oh, Bert Kreischer. He's awesome. It was incredible. In yeah. fact, he, I was talking, we were talking earlier, my son um, runs Fargo Youth Baseball. He actually announced his new tour from their facility in Fargo here a oh, couple yeah. weeks back, which was pretty cool. But it was one of them deals. They got free tickets. I didn't know a whole lot about them. Okay, fine. My wife really wanted to go. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a crazy good show. Oh,
2: he's, he's awesome. And his story is so amazing, like how he his trajectory. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you you know did you ever watch the lampoons van wilder oh sure yep that movie is based on him yeah yeah yep and i didn't know that for years and then you know he's got the whole story about the machine which is yeah i guess they're making (laughs) a movie apparently they're making a movie about that so Mm -hmm. that'll be but the guy is just (laughs) wild i mean and to think that he was just on fsu just yeah screwing around yeah um, and, and, and here I thought I mean I guess I got something in common. I spent like ten years on a college campus, not really accomplishing much of anything. But
1: <laughs> hey, you, now, got a, you got a degree, man. I'm like, I
0: got a degree. What's, what's your degree? At history? Oh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> super useful. Hey, hey we, you guys want to hear a funny story about Napoleon?
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was the one? Uh, what do you know about Galileo? What do I know nothing. He's just a poor boy from a poor family. <laughs> uh, here we could we could do one of these. There we go. Um, now, when it comes to to your when you're up there doing your your stand up, uh, Alex, is it a lot of this come from things that have happened in your lifetime? Oh yeah, and, and, or I suppose you make up some stuff, but. When we, when you think about it, how you talk or how you talk about what has happened in your life and experiences you've had, that can make it really funny. But does a lot of it come from your true life experience? Oh
2: yeah, the vast majority of it. Mm-hmm. And typically, the only, the only things that aren't true are just necessary embellishment to make it funny, right? Like, and so, but yeah, the vast majority of my material is directly derived from an actual experience. Like I talk about you know, dating, online dating, especially in how rough it can be mm-hmm. in the Midwest. Holy crap. <laughs> I, it's, it's brutal out there. Uh, so I take it you don't have a significant other? No. No, I am very single, and it doesn't seem to be changing anytime soon.
0: <laughs> well, I can see that pickup line is, hey, honey, I'm a comedian. How yeah. you doing? How are you doing? Apparently I'm not that funny online. <laughs> It appears the data
2: suggests I'm not yeah. that funny. One text at a time. <laughs> well, you, you must have some groupies out there when you're doing a show. You know, weirdly enough, here's the one thing I've noticed. <laughs> I talk about dating in my set, and this happened in Fargo. It happened in Minneapolis. It happened in. Uh, it'll happen in Grand Forks. I'll talk about my experience with online dating, which is generally not great. Mm-hmm. And the group of women that will come after come up to me after the show and be like, you know, like. Like how tall you are is not that big a deal, or like don't be so hard on yourself, or what it's all like 40 year old women. <laughs> and it's like to be completely honest, I think I think they're realizing like the guy they didn't pick <laughs> might have been a better because yeah, yeah. now she's divorced yeah. and it didn't work. And she's like, Yeah, maybe that other Yep, maybe maybe 5'9 and brunette wasn't the only thing that mattered. Yeah, you uh, cougar jokes. And it's amazing how many people will come up to me after and talk. And I'm like, tell your daughter that. How yeah, about yeah. Like, <laughs> that would be helpful. I mean,
1: you're, you're closer to 40 than you are to yeah, 20. Yeah, but,
0: you know, shut up about it. Now, no, wait till you get my age, right? Yeah. Now, um, you know, we had talked about you've, you've got some sponsors.
1: I don't know. Do you know who they are off the top of your head? I do. Our sponsors are Rumors Bar & Grill. Mm-hmm. Bill, Bill Terrell and the folks over at Rumors have been gracious <laughs> of being one of our first sponsors to sign on. The Ground Round is, is a sponsor. They're helping us a lot with our advertising, and, and obviously, they help Alex out doing the shows uh, monthly over there. Interstate Towing is, is one of our sponsors, and Countrywide Sanitation. And then the Grand Forks Visitors Bureau has mm-hmm. been helping us out a lot with, with our advertising. They've been doing a real nice job for us.
0: You know, and um, they, they help us out a lot, too. Um, I, I do a lot of catfishing and tournaments and stuff with the, the Visitors Convention Bureau. They're great people over there. Is it your dream to be a comedian full-time? Oh,
2: yeah. Definitely. That is the that's, the that's the goal. It's a long game and, yeah. a, and a tough game. Yeah,
0: but. and, and, and you, said you do have a regular job. I'm going to yep. call it a regular job. Um, will it surprise us what you do if you want to tell us? Probably, it's not.
2: It's not weird. I uh, I work for a company called the Service Department. I suppose I can plug my company. Yeah, go ahead. Service Department, uh, an electric company. My my uh, bosses, if you will, are electricians. Okay. Okay. So it's not weird. No, I just. But I work in the office. I do like billing and invoicing, purchasing. Oh, okay. Because I used to be a salesperson for Dakota Supply Group. So I uh, oh sure. I knew electric stuff, and I needed a job. So and it it helps that I can kind of come and go and do a lot of work. I was going to say uh, they must from, be
0: it's all right to work for them. You can come and go if if you've got a show somewhere. Yep,
2: and I can because I do a lot of what I'm doing, you know, mm-hmm. on, online or whatever. But I just noticed over here, they, they asked me if I if maybe I should try grinder. I'm oh, not sure Grand Forks is a great place for grinder. First thing I think of is a red pepper. I don't even know what grinder is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're they're totally different. Yeah, they are. I would
0: imagine. Well,
2: depending on how much you like white sauce. Oh,
0: oh, oh. that was a good one. Ouch. <laughs>
2: getting dirty before. New- um, I can't help See, this is what I mean. I can't even help It's such a stupid well, thing to
0: say. No, the thing is, is I should have been feeding you Bush lights from the minute you walked in the door here. Is I got a feeling that that's what should have happened. Alright, so, okay, here we go. Uh, Comedy Night at the Lodge. It's coming up uh, Friday, May 5th. Uh, the Lodge, 423 Bruce Avenue, 8 o'clock. It's 18 and older, $30 general admission. There are a few VIP tables left, and these would be good. To, it's a table of four. They're right by the stage. Cost you $200. Bucks. Uh, Zach Ashton, Drew Hare, and of course, uh, Mike Lester, the headliner. Alex Bryson, right here, is going to be the MC. And I'm guessing you probably do a little skit between every act or uh, a, little bit. a couple of minutes just to keep the audience going, yep. you know. And- I'll.
2: Uh- you know, I'd maybe address mm-hmm. what went on in the set before if I come up with some kind of callback on what they were doing, or and if there's nothing there, I just say, "Coming to the stage," you know, and I do the mm-hmm. whole hype. Let's put your hands together. Uh, yeah. You know, all that kind of. Get them. Yeah. Work the crowd. Get them going. You
0: know. Got to do them. Um,
2: Remind them for drinks. Get drinks. Get drinks. Tip your servers. Sure. You know, and, thing. and I
0: was going to ask you that. Um, are drinks going to be right there? Are you going to have to walk down the hall? Or, or how well, accessible we're, will that serve
1: The show is actually going to be in the basement of the Masonic okay. Center. Okay. And there is a bar in the basement. Bill's going to have his folks down there. Set oh, up sure. They'll be serving there. We. We will not have servers bring drinks to the table. That's You'll have fine. To go up to the bar and yep. get your own. Yeah, if you but, can't uh,
0: walk to the bar yourself, yeah,
1: then there's a problem. And but Bill's going to have a for sure. We're going to have one bar set up. Okay, and depending on how many pre-sale tickets we have sold, he told me that he can easily bring in a, a second portable bar and a couple extra people to help us out. So
0: awesome, awesome. I keep looking up there, thinking there's more. Um, you got to be pretty stoked about this. I am. I'm really excited. I, love, I mean, I love doing it. And I like putting it
2: on in Grand Forks because, you know, for a, lot, for a lot of years, we didn't have much mm-hmm. comedy going on. And, yeah. You know, all we really have in town for live entertainment is, is not much other than the, you know, the big events. at Yeah, the yeah you're or whatever. right.
0: You're right. Um, You know, me with my old radio career, I'd heard it for years and years and years. You know, there's never anything going on in Grand Forks, no comedies, no music, no, you know, any of this kind of stuff, no live. And then they started doing it. And then you'd go to like, uh, it's coming back this year, the blues on the red thing. Yep. I remember they had some incredible acts. You go down there and watch it, and, and there's nobody there. Yeah. But then you get the people that bitch about there's never anything going on, and, and it put me off. I, I mean, I just went ballistic one day on a radio show, and I'm like, listen here, <laughs> you sons of bitches. You know, you that yes, there's never anything going on. Yeah, and then when it does come here, you're not, well, I went to the lake that weekend. Well, then shut your mouth. <laughs> I don't want to see your lips flap anymore. And it's the same with this. I mean, comedy is here. It's just you maybe got to dig a little bit to find out about it. I, I mean, yep, that's what we're trying you know, the to. The cost of advertising is through the roof. It, it's yep. hard to advertise, but um, see, that's why I'm glad we nabbed you. I'm glad you did too, <laughs> because if with you know with a show
2: like this, it's kind of something I, I needed. Like we, I'm still amazed at how many people will be like, "I had no idea you mm-hmm. shows at Ground Round." And like, I've been doing it once a month for. Other than we, we didn't do any well. Kreischer was here because we knew we were not going to compete with Burt Kreischer in February. Sure, right, right. And right. We, we still work around UND hockey because mm-hmm. just generally we noticed if we're competing with them, being in town at the same time, we don't fill up the room. Sure. Um, but, you know, we do it all the time at, at Ground Round, and it's like a great venue for it, and I, it, like, I just want more people to be aware. Like There is comedy. We have a season. That's mm-hmm. how we set it up. So yep. from now on, from September, typically through either May or June, we'll have a show. And uh, then we want to do this at the Lodge. I'm thinking either once or maybe twice a year. And we'll see how it goes. Um, in the future, the the dream in my head here would be that we'll eventually get to having a festival. Mm -hmm. Oh, that'd be cool. And I will, uh, preferably, there would be multiple shows at multiple venues around Mm -hmm. town, Mm -hmm. you know, try and mix it around. But, you know, that's the ultimate goal. But really, I also would like these shows at the Lodge to eventually become fundraisers. But we will get to that point. We'll cross the bridge when we get there, you know, that kind of thing. But really, we want people to know, like, if you enjoy live entertainment or you like stand-up comedy or you want something to do in Grand Forks, first of all, we do it all the time. You can look at my Facebook page. You can look at Ground Round's Facebook page. You can see where to buy tickets, and I I, I love doing it. I love bringing entertainment to Grand Forks. Um, you know, like I like going over to Southtown Poorhouse to see live music, mm-hmm. right? But yep. that's really the only place to go get that. Typically, got the Diamond, yeah, right? and the Diamond too. And you know, right now you've got Spud Junior doing comedy in East Grand Forks, mm-hmm. and you've got us doing comedy in at Ground Round. And I think it's it's great to finally have. That, like, when I was in high school, there was no comedy club no, to go to. No, no. There was no Westford no. Hall. Yeah. And so it, I think it's cool that it's coming back. I just – we want to get the word out that it's out there. And like you said – it does get frustrating because a lot of times what you hear is hey let's go do this mm-hmm. and then people are like well there's a cover charge yeah I don't want to spend $30 $7? I'm going to yeah. drink 15 Miller Lights tonight yeah, but yeah. I can't <laughs> spend seven bucks to get in the door to yeah. see live entertainment <laughs> <laughs> you know, idiots but then they will shell out half their paycheck to go see you know whoever at the yeah. I well, tell which you why we're glad they bring big acts to the sure. Lair, But just, just
0: drive downtown uh, on a Friday night at about midnight and you'll get all the comedy you need yeah. just driving downtown <laughs> believe me I've made oh, that I trip know. enough so your goal in life you'd like to do this full time for oh yeah for eight months a year yeah (laughs) yeah
2: definitely if i can get to the point where i'm actually a schedule man well i yeah i am actually planning relatively soon to move to the twin Cities, so i can be on stage more Mm -hmm. uh, more nights out of the week just to work on material more often and a bunch of the comics that i work with live there so it should be a good way to get more stage time overall but yeah uh, it i mean it's a long road i i mean i've come from you know just doing open mics mm-hmm. to finally to the point where i do road work and actually sure. actually get paid um, in fact, the Saturday after this show, I drive out to Minot to open for Bob Zaney. Oh, cool. You know, so that'll be a fun show. i Bob, Bob for a long time. Yeah, Bob, you know? I worked with him for the first time in December. We had him at Ground sure. Round for two yep. shows. And yeah, it was funny you mentioned, like, what do you do when they come to town? He's the only guy that I had to, like, chauffeur around town. Yeah, 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 he expects I, I, that when he's But here. I was so happy to do it because it's it's an opportunity to pick the brain of someone who's been doing it for, I don't know, 40 yeah, years. Yeah, right, long time. And uh, yeah, he was great. I took him to... Uh, that he wanted me to take him to the different Goodwill shops, and
0: like oh, he, oh, that doesn't that's, surprise that's me that's one like bit. like a thing that he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and, and then you walk around in there with him, and, and people are like, God, "I think I know that guy. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not sure if I know that. Oh, that's Alex Bryson. That's oh, yeah. Who is? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I am finally getting to the point. People, they'll be like, "Are you the are you the comedy guy? Yeah. I'm like, I'm doing something right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I mean. You don't just decide one day, I'm going to go to this open mic night and do comedy, and I'm going to be a hit. It, it no. doesn't happen overnight. Um, you, you got to work at it. you got to work at your craft. Um, being in the right place at the right time definitely helps, but you know all that. Um, and, yep. and you're getting there, man, the way it sounds, but uh, you guys need to make sure you um, um, share all this and, and everything. So we need to get this place filled up. Yeah, yeah It's going to be great. And then the ground round, too. You know, reach out to us when you're getting ready because I – you know, at least oh, we I'd can be. throw a
2: little mention out there oh, or something. I'd be happy to come back whenever we're doing a show. Get you. Um, okay, to so. Talk who, about whatever. Who's running the ground round now? Well, who runs. So is it still Matt? Know, well, Matt owns it, right? Yep. But the general manager's name is Tabby Bluefat. Fat. Okay. And okay. she's a. Uh, Kind of my go-to for running the shows, but really they just let me do whatever I want. I used mm-hmm. to work there, so <laughs> sure. They're just sure. like, yeah. As long as we, the big thing we got to work out is like which date we can do it, right? Other than that, I just run in there, set up a stage, set up the sound.
1: What do you mean you set up a stage? Hey,
2: roadie. <laughs> okay, I don't his need the attitude. His
1: stage now lives in his garage. When he was in Washington D.C., I was his roadie. He's setting up shows, <laughs> and hey, I the old that. the old retired guy who you know whines when yeah, he gets out of yeah, bed yeah, in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Is hauling stages around town.
0: Now, if you're a good roadie and you're a good comedian, you should be the guy up on stage and you can see you got the roadie out. There you go. <laughs> and there you go. There's your, your your girl problem is solved. Oh, yeah. Get her number. Yep, yep.
1: her girl backstage there.
0: Um, um, you're a comedian, not a rock star, right? Exactly. It's a little different. <laughs> just
2: a little different.
1: Well, 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 that, and can you imagine me walking up to somebody and asking her for her phone number <laughs> with my wife sitting at the table? Well, they might think you're a little weird. <laughs> okay, we're getting a little too far now. Um,
0: anything I missed out on here?
1: I don't think so. I mean, we're we're excited to do this. We're we really are excited to get people to come down to the Masonic Center and see what we've got down there. And like Alex said, we want to what we want to do is try to get this and make it an annual deal, mm-hmm. maybe biannual. Is that right? Is it sure. bian- yeah, yeah, biannual. Yep. Uh, but we'd like to do more of it, and we'd like to get crowds. We want to see how this one goes. If the thing goes over well enough, and we have enough people coming that it went grow. We Can want, make to, we want an to move it upstairs. To annual the thing, yeah. And, and move it upstairs to the auditorium. Yeah, sure, definitely. Sure that, sure, that auditorium is just amazing, and to put shows on up there. Uh, Alex and I had a couple of ideas, but we're not sure that it was the right thing to do. So we're going to start in the basement. That's how ideas start. Um, phone number, website, anything we can find
0: out more about this. I didn't write that down. We
1: we really don't. We have, if, if you saw the uh, poster that was up during the program and the posters are all over the Grand City Mall, by the way, there's posters all over, but you see the QR code on there. You can click on that to go to tickets to to get tickets. Uh, right now we're looking at, we're trying to do all presale tickets just so we have an idea and we can help Billy Terrell over here with the number of people he's going to need to, uh, have on staff. We probably will open up to sales, ticket sales at the door. Mm -hmm. Right now, we're doing everything online just because we're trying to get a head count and make sure sure we're properly staffed to take care of the people that show up.
0: Yep, yep. Oh man, this is going to be awesome. I think it's going to be a great deal. Friday, May 5th, that's not that far away. Uh, Greg and Alex, um, I'm hoping to talk to you guys again in here someday. Um, And and next time, we'll, we'll work on a few of those. Beverages beforehand, maybe we can uh, do a little mini-show here, too. Um, did I miss out anything with you? If, if somebody maybe wants to book you, how do they get a hold of you? You can Well,
2: you can go to Bryson underscore zero eight at Hotmail.com. Yeah, I'm one of those weirdos that still has a Hotmail account. It's
0: all right. <laughs> if it works.
2: Or, uh, or 701-330-0627. Yep, if anyone's looking for shows, uh, for anything, corporate events, events. Um, if somebody wants, you know, for like their employees' Christmas party or anything like that, oh, sure. I'm more than happy to do events like that. Whether it's me or not, I can facilitate and produce, you know, sound, mm-hmm. stage, lighting, and getting comics or getting the lineup if it's just me. Either way, I can. Uh, in fact, I've done that before. We did that for, an, I forget who it was, a chiropractors association. We did a show at the country club for them. Mm-hmm. And I, I wasn't even there. I just found four buddies and said, here's how much it is and did a show Go. for them. And they loved it. Yep, so if anyone's looking for stand-up comedy around here, just go ahead and reach out. In fact, I'm starting my own LLC here. It's going to be called AB Comedy, but it's not official yet. That, okay. is, the, that is the plan. AB Comedy doesn't exist yet because I didn't have my yep. poop in a group before I came on the show. But because yeah, at, so at some point, the IRS is going to start asking questions, and I'm not sure what I'm going to tell them, so... <laughs>
1: We haven't made any money yet, so don't worry about it. Hey, hey, we you're know you're where you're here. coming from.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys, thank you for coming in. Absolutely. Thank you very much. For uh, you know, I, I thought to myself, uh, okay, I got Greg and Alex coming in. Okay, maybe we'll be able to stretch this out to a 25 minute show or so, but uh, we're pushing about 53 minutes now. So, um, and, and I know we could probably go for another 53. Hmm. Well, we get the bush lights going. Yeah. Uh, all right. Greg and Alex, thank you guys thank for coming you. Thank in you today. Thank you very much. Uh, again, you guys, put this down in your calendar now. All right. It's Friday, May 5th, the Lodge, 423 Bruce Avenue, 8 o'clock. It's a show for 18 and older, 30 bucks general admission. Uh, you know what? Get one of those VIP tables. They're 200 bucks. a seat four of them right it. in front of the stage. Yeah. And you're right there. I mean, right you can there. basically reach out and touch these guys. So, um, Check it out. Greg and Alex Bryson, thank you for coming in. Comedy Night at the Lodge, and thanks to BT Bill Tyrell for uh, giving me these guys' names. Hey, our show, by the way, today brought to you by Executive Properties. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Austin says, Barry and the team did a great job putting a deck skirt on my deck and gave the deck a great finished look and helps keep my dog from getting covered in mud every morning. Would recommend them for any project, large or small. Tell you what, for that project you want done sooner than later, call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. <laughs> all righty, hey Dirty Thursday tomorrow, everybody, and we're going to talk about the upcoming schedule at Greenbush Racetrack. Announcer Keith cumming will be in the show. Hopefully, he'll drag Trapper along with him too. The owner of the racetrack up there, uh going to be a great show. Love Dirty Thursdays. Hey, big screens and TV streams are on at one o'clock today. Enjoy and remember to like, share, tag, and follow us. If you hit that notification bell on your smartphone, it dings every time we turn the mic on. So, uh, get it. All right. Hey, the Grand Cities are an awesome place with comedy. Grand Fork's best source is giving them an identity again.